Hello and welcome to My Pleasure. Today we have a very special guest, a guest who I often gatekeep. What? He's a he's not a kept man. He's a gate kept man. What does that mean? What do you mean? What does I that fr- mean? like I forget what gatekeep means. Are you? Oh my god, that's the most embarrassing thing that ever could happen. It is, bro. You don't know what gate. Oh, you you means? keep me from other people, basically. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. Okay, it's like okay. that one thing that I the hot girl thing right. I told you about that I have sworn to secrecy I that understand. I have to gatekeep, and right. then you didn't take it seriously. I did take it seriously. I haven't told anyone about that. Okay. Well, let's. So, Dave is learning what gatekeeping means. Right, so will you properly introduce me? Okay, you're a TV writer. Yeah, and you are yeah. my current boyfriend. Current? What do you mean current? Well, it's just a weird word to throw in there because we, you know famously that we don't really have the right term for each other because oh. you're not really my fiance and you're not my husband. I am your. I really am your fiance. <laughs> I don't know why you said that. Do we need to have a conversation? No, because you know I don't like that oh, word. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sick of We're, using it. Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so am I. Okay. Yeah. So. And I feel uncomfortable slightly around the title of like husband and wife because it makes me feel old. Okay. So that seems that's your problem. And I guess it is my problem too. (laughs) And fiance makes me feel like I think I'm chicer than I am. Right. It sounds more exciting than it is. Yeah. Yeah. But that's not even the issue. It's more just like I. What is the issue? Basically, why? Wait, who said there's an issue? No, I'm you just saying- introduced me in a minute. You're like, here's the issue. <laughs> what? I'm just what I'm get here. We can hide this so you're not distracted. Oh, okay, sorry. Um, what I'm getting at is you're my boyfriend. That's right. I would say, yeah. Really? You, you agree? Well, what is factually untrue about that? How would I disagree? I mean, I would say you're my partner. You're my Everything. Yeah. yeah, you're my well donut is my everything, but you are the everything else. <laughs> How's that? Wait, but also football and stuff is in there too. That stuff doesn't really matter to me that much. That's just a distraction. Oh my god, that is so romantic. <laughs> oh my god, the bar is so low for you to receive compliments. I should really take advantage of that more. <laughs> that is like so sweet. She's crying. Oh my god. I love you so much too. So, welcome to the show, Dave King. Am I the first guest on? Well, like, sort of. Last week we did a bonus episode with Clayton, but I don't know if the sound turned out good enough. Got it. So that's why we're addressing that this week. But you are kind of the first official guest. Thank you. We're currently live streaming. It's Monday night, and this episode will come out Thursday, wherever people listen to podcasts. I don't know why I'm advertising that, because if you're listening now, you don't need to know that. No. But for some reason, like it just gives me something to say. Mm -hmm. So welcome to the show. Thank you. What are, I am excited to be here. What are your like I just want to know like what's going through your brain right now? Like you're sitting across the table from your girlfriend. You're doing her podcast. Yeah. What do you think of her well, and the, this? I mean, here what usually happens is that around this time 
either if I'm either I'm out of the house, which works out well, mm-hmm. or I'm like asked to put on headphones mm-hmm. or like go somewhere where I can't hear what you're saying that well. Yeah. Even though this is a publicly available <laughs> podcast for some, which I kind of understand you want to just be like, you want to feel judgment free or something, I guess. And just I like the sound of that publicly available. That has like kind of a cute vibe. Okay. But okay. So yes, that's true. I do not like talking out loud by myself. I don't like filming TikToks when like well, I you don't. I understand that you don't want like an the an audience of one kind of going like you know what are you doing in there? Why <laughs> did you say this? What? Wait. What's so funny is it's such an a perfect transition slash intro to one of the topics that I wanted to address okay, today, which, which is, is that you I'm scared. are what? Why are you scared? We've talked about this. I don't know because I'll tell you why I'm scared. Can I tell you why I'm scared? Yeah. Because you and I have different understandings of what is up for public discussion. Okay. I'm, I respect that. Yeah. I have that with fu- some of my... I- Fashion yeah. friends as well, like yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So you have to call them your fashion friends. What what should I call them? Friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like a it's like a weird humble brag that kind of backfires immediately or something. <laughs> it's like why why say that? Because okay, because yeah. I feel like people mostly know me as being friends with comedians, and so if I just say friends, I feel like they're gonna think. No of one's like, thinking anything to mm. just say if. I don't know. Uh, maybe that's interesting to people, but whatever. So, Dave, after yeah. 10 years together, yeah. this week I realized something about you. I finally put all the pieces together. Yeah. You have older sibling energy. Right. Okay. So, you've been you've been saying this a fair amount. You are literally born to be an older sibling. Like, you just have that energy, and it's weird because you're actually the youngest sibling. Yeah, I'm and, the younger sibling of two. And when I said this to you, when yeah. I made this observation on a beautiful walk yeah. in the yeah. hills of Hollywood, you Im- immediately, you were like, oh, yeah, that's true. Which, by the way, how many times a day do I pitch you things about you or whatever ideas? And you're just like, no, like I just bomb <laughs> left and Sometimes right. you don't bomb that much. You, you here's the thing is that that's confirmation bias or whatever it is you always like to point it out when i disagree with you so you think it happens more often than it does but I, yes i i literally feel like we're on a first date right now ugh, why would you say that we're not <laughs> oh my god okay but so yeah then what? i had a i had a realization it's funny that you bring this up because i had a realization about why you might think that I'm have older sibling vibes. Why? It's pretty obvious. Because you're older than me? Yeah. No, yes. no, 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 no. See that <laughs> yes. okay. That's hysterical that that's what you think. That's so on the nose and like right in front of you the most obvious option and that's not it at all. I'm way deeper than that. It's because of the way you fucking treat me. Like you are such a older sibling and I'm it's also but can I also say mm-hmm. it makes so much sense because I I'm the poster child for little, that, sib- little younger yes, sibling that's energy. True, yes. And so I most likely am only able to function in relationships where I am the younger sibling. Uh, maybe. I don't know. We're like, this yeah. is like getting too much into like we're siblings, but we're it, not. No, it's why would you do that? It's, it's just <laughs> that you are, you're, 
Do you think you have older sibling energy or not? Well, older si- I do with you, but mm. not with most people, I don't think. Mm. Yeah. So that's why I think the age difference is is a factor there. I guess when I see you with your friends, I could see a yeah. little bit of a younger sibling energy where you're just kind of like the wise cracker. Yeah. I mean, I prefer not to be called that, but <laughs> but yeah, as we talked about like my my younger sibling traits that are that I have like an anti-authoritarian streak. I don't usually like I'm a rule follower, but I don't I like to poke back at people who are in charge generally. Those don't necessarily go hand in hand. I I contain multitudes. Wow. And I've cho- and I and I work in a non-traditional field like you. That's a that's a younger sibling trait. Always. Why is that? Because older siblings tend to follow more traditional paths. They tend to be like historically they tend to be the ones to like inherit the family business and like become professionals of some kind. I mean these are generalizations. These aren't like, you know, these aren't hard and fast rules by any means, but mm-hmm. you know, they tend to they tend to older siblings tend to be more successful, A and B tend to like f- choose uh, career paths that are more traditional. Wait, now I'm like... It's not not like working in Hollywood is that untraditional now, but you know what I mean. Now I'm jealous of older siblings. Well, you are... Your situation is even more complicated, right? Because you are... You're a half... You're kind of... You have some only sibling traits. Yes. Which is also an oldest. And is also not good. (laughs) Uh... The in only are only Cammy. children famously bad. Bad, I think, is probably not a word that's used often in like the birth order community. <laughs> Good and bad is probably not a label they put on people, but you know they can have difficulty socializing and everything. But then, so can anyone. So, Dave, this year you and I took a really big trip together. Yeah. Speaking of my fashion friends. Ugh. Gross. You... They're just friends. No, they're really specifically my fashion friends. They work in fashion. Okay. I guess I could re- consider... Maybe I'll address... I'll ask them what they think of being called the fashion friends. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we went to Italy with my fashion friends. And yeah. this was basically an all-girls trip not basically this was entirely all all girls trip to the amalfi coast i got wind that they were planning it i got an invitation yeah we were we wanted to go to italy already yeah and And i'm like not really that good of a planner and so i had sort of not necessarily been i wasn't ready in my life to plan a trip for us to italy and you are by the way (laughs) it's not that you're not ready like it's. Do you think like when you turn forty or something that something's gonna change where you're like, and now I can plan a trip to a European country? No, like you just didn't want to do it. Okay, so that is a good valid point that no one's ever ready for anything, and you just kind of have to rip nope, off the that's bandit. That's not the point I'm making. Oh. <laughs> the point is planning a trip is something that all adults are ready for, <laughs> and you could do it if you wanted. Do you feel like you've seen me transform into more of an adult this year? 
That's not what we're going to talk about on the <laughs> podcast, is it? Why not? It's, come on. Okay. This year? I mean, I guess some every year. Yeah. I mean, you were already in it. I don't want to. Okay. Let's, let's I could, go back to Italy. Okay. I was just going to say that the I- The implication is that I was that I was dating a child before this year. So that's what I'm not ooh, crazy about. he's getting scared. Dave, everyone knows my age. Okay. We- it's not like this isn't a Balenciaga campaign. Like we're safe. Okay. Topical. Topical, baby. That's right. I I participate in society, and I know the things that are trending on TikTok. Okay, the face you're making is scary. <laughs> well, you said participate in society. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Italy. Go ahead. You want to talk about Italy? All girls. Yeah, all girls. A family was not just present. all girls, but like all. Fashion. <laughs> See? <laughs> it is relevant here. Can you, why Very, don't you explain? Why don't I explain what yeah, they the were? Trip. Yeah. Well, you basically like there were a number of women who were already planning on a trip. Four of them are three sisters and a mom who are yeah. in a family. Mm-hmm. And then um, a friend or two. Mm-hmm. And then... Me. And then you and me. And yeah. so basically it was like, here's the itinerary that we're doing. And like, if you want to join us, go ahead, book this, which was amazing to yeah. just get like, oh, awesome. I'll like book these dates for this hotel, these dates for this hotel. I mean, that was, took all of the, like, it was awesome. It was exactly what we were looking for. Are we allowed to say who these people are? Or yeah. Are we not doing that? Well, that was Lauren. Yeah, Lauren, Lauren is like the leader of the pack. And she planned everything and it was phenomenal. So she had like reservations at restaurants. She knew like she had a boat trip planned and everything. It was, um, she did an incredible job of like scheduling just enough so that we had stuff to do, but also like leaving free time for everyone to do what they want. We could branch off, go to like little towns by ourselves. It was perfect also we were traveling because she had been there before and so that was a huge key to yes, like absolutely. she had so much experience a, a few of them had, this yeah, would be like if i had you know if i planned a trip and took a bunch of people to skokie i say we're going to pita inn we're going to the holocaust museum our doorbell has never rang in my life and it just rang who is it donut who is it okay Okay, it's healthy cookie dough, and we're, we're back. back. We got a PR delivery from Do Cookie Dough, which is actually makes me feel unsafe a little bit because I'm going to want to dig into that. Um, Italy, yeah, yeah. What? Yes. What Where about, were we? Where were we? Yeah, we were on the Amalfi Coast. No, I meant like in the conversation. Oh. Uh, we were talking about that we just glommed on to your to yes. Lauren's now, a lot of people, I have to say, were pretty shocked to see you going on a trip with all girls. I was pretty surprised myself. And I want to know, I want to get inside your head here. What was that like for you? How did you feel? Um, it was generally amazing. Like, I... It didn't really occur to me as something that would be problematic, and it really never was. It was more as kind of like funny, I think. What's funny, too, is some of the other girls had boyfriends who were kind of like, wait, why? Oh, I didn't know that. Well, there was just a boyfriend yeah. that was like, thought it was kind of funny that you were going on this, the girls' trip. It is. It is kind <laughs> of funny. But as long as everyone was cool with it, I was like, great, I'll, I would love to go. And like, I don't think I prevented you guys from doing anything. No, it was, I pr- hope. it was great from our yeah. perspective. Like, what, what, were there any surprises or was it? Well, 
I've said this many times to you and other people, but I the it wasn't necessarily a surprise, but the biggest issue I had was <laughs> food wise, we just weren't ordering enough food for my taste. Like we were in Italy mm-hmm. and I just wanted to be like Yes, and let's get some shit for the table. Like, let's go. Like, let's get ordered extra pizza for everyone to have a slice. Like, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And that was not happening, generally speaking. That was hard for you. It was not. Because usually if you go with guys, it's like they just, I bet, I bet when a group of guys travels, like, Mm -hmm. they just order food like, like crazy. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to, like, overgeneralize here. But that is like part, but especially because it's Italy. Like that's where it's like the food is amazing. The food was amazing, and you want I want to like taste it all and eat a ton. Like I want to gain weight on that <laughs> vacation and then come home and like not really lose it. Like Dave. That's, that's what you do when you go to Italy. Any specific special memories from our trip to Italy this year? I I bet you have some. Do you have any? Wait, are you like, do you have one in mind? No. Oh. I just thought maybe you'd want to share yours first since it's your podcast. Well, I don't have one off the top of my head, but okay. I, I did recently find out that there was a special shared moment that I wasn't a That's part correct. of. That's correct. That is correct. Yes. Is oh, is this what you're getting towards? Yeah. So we, some of us went swimming in the Mediterranean, in mm-hmm. like the most beautiful ocean waters <laughs> you can imagine. And we were swimming off the shore, looking up at our hotel, which is on a cliff overlook. The cliffs are incredible in this cove. I mean, it's the most beautiful place on earth, right? Mm-hmm. This is what you're referring to, right? Yeah. And then Lauren suggested that we, that everyone who is swimming just take a moment, take like 30 seconds of silence to just like appreciate that moment and remember it. I think it was 60 seconds. Maybe so. it was six, whatever it was. Okay, right. But I wasn't there just from the you retelling. You weren't there. No. Yeah. I was- now you say, you're saying I wasn't there as if you like weren't invited or something, but you just didn't want to go swimming in the ocean. Well. And you, I think you might not have even gone down to the beach that time. Because oh. you were like, it's so fun. It actually is pretty far to get to the beach because <laughs> you had to take two elevators to Those, get to the beach. Okay. It was spectacular. In fairness, I just want to come forward and come officially, just official, and say I don't really love the beach. Okay. That's fine. I am pretty scared of bodies of water, right? It's not – think about it this way. Think about it from a, a – we're all animals, right? Oh, good point. I am the type of animal that is safe on land and not in water. Like, would a fish or a dolphin love land? Would they? Would their favorite vacation be an ocean vacation or would it be like a desert, right? Like, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Now you feel me. Yeah, <laughs> except that all of the people were in the ocean <laughs> and like down at the beach. Yeah. You know, that's what you do there. It's very cold in that water. No, it's spectacular. You did go swimming, right? Yeah, like for like d- a brief moment. Yeah, there you, was a noodle on the boat. There was a... <laughs> I, I didn't technically swim. Like a I, floating noodle yes. thing to help you, yeah. And yeah, yeah. So that was our trip. <laughs> That's the recap of the trip. 
Were, when you found out that, that that we had this shared moment without you, were you upset or jealous? I was actually all all things considered, or I don't know what saying I'm looking for, but to be honest, that could be it. I was that's happy one, for you guys. Yeah, I was happy that you had shared this bonding moment with my friends Lauren and Ashley because yeah. I love them and yeah. like I oh, love that you guys had a bonding experience, especially because historically you don't necessarily approve of all of my friendships. Oh. Like, yeah. But I know that you really love that group of friends. By the way, you don't approve of all of your friendships either. I've I've been historically pretty correct about which... Fully agree. thank you. No, like, you not approving of a friendship, it's like, I always believe you and trust you and know that you're right, but have to sort of figure that out on my my mm-hmm. own or mm-hmm. i figure it out and you I have just, to get burned and i just you have can't to get a little too burned i can't keep away yeah i understand so i was happy that you guys had that and in fact like i love leaning in to my dorky like i don't know okay what would you call this but like the f- doing something like that like commanding everyone to pause for 60 seconds and take in a moment or like mm-hmm. how sometimes when I have like a party I'll be like everyone go around and say like this mm-hmm. this or this your favorite thing yeah. like I love those bonding experiences sure. with people I don't know if that makes me dorky like what a sentimental yeah but earnest. those I mean earnest, it's like yeah I mean you which know, is like co- the death of comedy is being not earnest. necessarily but it's often like it's a hard thing you know earnestness is tough <laughs> you know it turns a lot of people off including myself sometimes but is it difference between there's a difference between earnestness in real life and like earnestness in art which is usually pretty tough to take okay in, in my opinion or okay like a lot of people's opinions i do you have like a specific example of earnestness in art or is that like um too hard to no like to um, be not offensive uh earnestness in art you know I, what? What? The, Go ahead. There's like a to me a famous thing I think of when yeah. I think of like Ernest in a bad way okay. is like when someone is doing an interview and like they get a little too self serious. By the way, fully yeah. projecting like I have sure. fully gone there, but uh-huh. that is what comes up for me. But I do think in real life, I love an earnest moment. I love a bonding moment between a group. I love just a check-in i want to know what's going on inside your head kind of vibe right what do you think of that yeah uh, that's wonderful how, oh. how how could anyone be opposed to that oh my god you like me well i didn't say that but <laughs> no um of course i do i don't know i'm stuck on earnestness and art because i know they're exam- there's got to be good examples and mm-hmm. i just like they're not coming to mind you have a podcast yeah that's not what we're here to talk about though but it's called the great debate yes and you guys are starting to do it again? Yeah, we're doing another. We're calling them seasons now. Okay. Has the new season started? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, it's out there. I think there's only one or two episodes out there. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to like throw that out there. Sure. Yeah. People could check it out. It's me and my friend Steve. Steve Healy. Healy who's He's, also my friend. Yeah. He's you know, actually my best friend. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's closer to my best friend. I... Do you have this um, plan, this backup plan? Like, if you and I were to ever break up, I think that I would write an email to all of your friends and say, 
Dave and I have separated and we both have decided What's going on? We both have decided that I'm going to keep his friends. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like that. That would be amazing. I guess I'd have to why would but as a bit or like you seriously want to claim my friends? I mean my friends are amazing. You should try to claim them. This is all a bit. Oh, okay. We're not right. breaking up. No, I know, but would it be a <laughs> no one <laughs> Okay, never mind. Yes, that's a fun. Yes, you should do that in bit world. In fact, yeah, this what? weekend yeah. there's a holiday party. It's your friend group's like yeah. big annual holiday party. You're going to be out of town. I'm going without you. Yeah, but that is they're your friends too. Like well, just because I'm they not there, cert- they and I will remind them of that this Saturday. I'm going to go walking around like a politician. Like, hi everyone. Just like I want to really well, establish. It's Friday. <laughs> no, I think. It's Saturday. Is it Saturday? Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. gonna establish myself as like a solo act in your what if wait That <laughs> sounds like a bad idea. I don't know what <laughs> you have planned, but like A dance and a song? Yeah, what are you a talking about? A solo act. <laughs> like no. Like okay. one of those guys who wear who has like a one man band with it, like hit plays a guitar and has like a symbol on their feet and everything. Realistically, I probably will stay home, but no, I'm just kidding. I do want to go. It's gonna be outside. It's gonna be cold. And that's a problem for me. I'm a cold girl, as you know. That's true. I'm a cold girl. You're a hot guy. I run hot. I I run. Hot. I like it cold. Uh huh. Yeah. We. Yeah. Hmm. I like it cold. It's a funny sentence. Why? Because I've just never really heard people say that. Yeah. Well, I like it hot. You hear that? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, I guess like with coffee, it's hot or iced. It's not uh-huh. hot or cold. Okay. That's a good point. Imagine- and you know what? I like it hot. <laughs> Weirdly. I don't like This is another difference between you and me. Dude. You don't understand why I always want hot coffee. You it think, makes yeah. me feel like I'm dating a geriatric person. What? Hot, like hot. Oh, is this a generational thing? I hot think coffee? so because every everyone I know yeah. s- exclusively drinks iced coffee year round. Like it doesn't matter rain or shine. Really? It's such a like girl hot. It's actually a, part, a big part of hot girl culture is going on a walk with your iced coffee. Right. But I in Italy I did have some hot cappuccinos and I sort of like Wow. <laughs> very how adventurous of you. <laughs> I did sort of veer off into that. Wow. Yeah, I'm pretty interesting. That is fascinating. You had coffee? You went to Italy and you had coffee? <laughs> how, has anyone done that before? <laughs> no, it's actually really wow. crazy. The- and it was hot? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know why. I just uh, the iced coffee gets too watery for me. That is why. That is I, true, I don't li- and that is a problem. Yeah. So even in the summer, give me the hot. Unless Ugh, t- yeah, it just feels like a chore. Hot coffee. It feels like a chore. It feels like it was free at a bank. It feels like <laughs> there was no craft put into it. It's just so dull. Whereas an iced coffee, it's like a thrill. You get to shake the ice. You you have a straw. Aren't you worried about the ice a little? What, what do you mean? Like, d- don't you sometimes feel like, okay, water is usually like filtered, like uh, it comes from a good place, but like, where's the ice coming from? Wow. This is, this is a triggering moment. I, but I think I'm on to something. Well, you know that I'm afraid of everything, uh, of everything. So it's actually really strange. And it feels like your whole, 
existence revolves around keeping me from the things that I'm afraid of, which is everything. What are you talking about? What? I try to keep you from things? Well, no, like you would never want, uh, you would never want, sorry, I have to put, like, let's say we're out with people and someone brings up something scary, your instant reaction is like, no, 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 Esther can't hear this, Esther can't hear this. You're joking often. Okay. But so you bringing up ice cubes being dirty is very out of character. I'll oh, say okay. that. Are you okay. nervous on the podcast? You're no, not I being guess, yourself. No, you put it, when you put it in that light, then I feel a little better about it. That I'm protecting you from hearing about bad yeah. things you're scared of. Okay, that's fine. You know what? My favorite thing that you've ever said to protect me. Oh, God. When I was really scared, like in my 20s, I was really scared of like mass shootings and uh-huh. like murder. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know what this is. And yeah. you told me, and it That's was right. so sweet. Go on. You said, statistically, That's the right. person most likely to kill me is you. That's right. And I think that that was really sweet. And it made me feel really safe. Yeah. And I know this is really fucked up to say, but... I do believe in my heart. I trust you so much that if you were to kill me, that it was the right thing to do. It will be justified, yes. And I actually correct. believe in my heart as well that my parents will be on your side. I think they would be, yeah. I think they'll testify in my defense. <laughs> but wait, um, that wasn't all that I said. What I said was, statistically right, I, that that part of it, true. I'm by like... Orders of magnitude, the most likely person in the world to kill you. Mm-hmm. And now think about how ridiculous it seems for me to actually kill you. Like, what are the chances that I would ever kill you? Well, and now the chances of being like killed by like a stray bullet on the street or even in, in, intentionally are like infinitesimal compared to the almost unfathomable uh, likelihood of me murdering you how did i get to be a guest on your podcast and we're talking about me (laughs) killing each other i think that i still fear those things a little bit but not as much but you definitely you are so good at Mm. quelling is that the word Mm -hmm. quelling fears Mm. i also uh, can i be honest and i'll we'll take a peek behind the curtain here yeah sometimes i'll just if when you're scared sometimes i'll just talk until i hit on something that <laughs> seems to connect with you it's a bit, it's like an open mic you just it, riff. yeah yeah it's a bit of a it's not a parlor trick but it's sort of just sort of like if i just say enough things with confidence something will make you go like mm, okay is that true and i'll be like yeah what? no i mean i'm joking a little um. bit don't you want me to wouldn't you rather I do that than not try at all? Yes. yes. Not so, okay. trying at all Those is the choices. worst possible yeah. option. I'm, a, I'm trying, babe. <laughs> I'll try. No one wants a scared Esther. Yeah. yeah. No, I've been a lot better. Lexapro That's true. and weed and Ugh. what? <laughs> you hate when I bring that up. I just, you, I don't hate it. It's just why do you have to tell people <laughs> you're like... <laughs> I just, from my perspective, yeah. I'm 34. I lived my whole life without ever trying a drug or alcohol. Right. And now I have this new relationship in my life. That, with- I mean, putting it that way is like really sad. <laughs> new relationship in your life? <laughs> oh, um, should we talk about attachment styles? 
If you want to, I'm a little scared, but yeah, what do you got? Well, I started reading Attached, and it took me... This is a book? It's called Attached, The New Science of Adult Attachment and How It Can Help You Find and Keep Love. Okay. Why did you... Why? What made you want to read this? So, it's kind of been in the conversation amongst, honestly, my fashion friends. (laughs) And I believe Emrata covered it on her podcast, Lightly. Sure lightly very recently and so i was like you know what this is like there's too many you know what okay. you say amrata or that's M-rata. what she says she says amrata yeah so i've been saying that lately i guess it makes be sense respectful. because it's radikowski not radikowski yeah. okay go ahead go you on. know that experience or phenomenon you have when like you see something and you're like oh i'm interested in that and then you need like three more two or three more times to see it before you like make the purchase it's like sure I feel, I feel like this is like what they teach in advertising school or okay, whatever. Okay, yeah. Is there such a thing as advertising Absolutely, school? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. So, I started reading it. It took me less than four seconds to know what I already knew. <laughs> I am anxious attached right. through okay. and through. Okay. What are the hallmarks of anxious attached? Well, do you want to tell me or do you want... No, you can tell us. Okay. Well, or first or of all, if you want to talk about something else, keep going. But First of all, I... Uh, was relieved to see that anxious attachment is like, I always thought, oh my God, if I have anxious attachment, like that must mean like everything, my parents really fucked up, mm-hmm. but it's not really that true. It's like, basically if you have secure attachment, you, it means your, your parents or your caregivers were always responsive. Mm-hmm. And if you have anxious attachment, it just means that they were sometimes responsive, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which kind of lines up to what I suspected. It's like my parents were not, gone or like absent but there was some inconsistency clearly because i have but also learning about anxious attachment yeah (laughs) i'm really wondering if the majority of what caused it for me was being dumped in high school that's why last night i asked you oh does teen years oh uh, well i don't know what does the book say i haven't gotten there yet (laughs) what are the what's what are the other kinds of attachment what happens if your parents were never there for you i think that would be avoidant okay that makes sense. And Dave, you are one of a kind secure attachment. I wouldn't say one of a kind. I would say textbook secure so attachment. You are textbook secure yeah. attachment, but me and some of my friends agree that a secure attached person is like a very rare, special thing to find. Well, I, yeah, not in my circle and not among like friends I had growing up and currently, but I, I guess maybe. I mean, I could, you know... So wonderful parents. I'm going to read. There's like some sentences in this quiz that basically like, you know, okay. So it says, I often worry that my partner will stop loving me. That is obviously an anxious attached person. It's not. Okay. It's not an avoidant attached. Do avoidant attached people have it or no? I haven't gotten to like the combos yet. (laughs) The compos. Okay. Okay. That's an anxious thing. Does that statement ring ring true for you? Yes. It does? Well, not as much with you anymore. Okay. But early on in our relationship? Oh, my God. You have no idea. Um, I find it easy to be affectionate with my partner. That is a secure attached. Yeah. It's very easy. Do you want me to... How about I read them and you guess if they're anxious, secure, or avoidant? Okay. Wait. Okay. Side note. (laughs) (laughs) that's your podcast should be called side note last night we oh this is what it was i said to you 
we were talking about this because I was like having all these yeah. revelations in bed and you were like, yeah, I'm secure attached. And that's why whenever you're like hyperbolic yeah. and yeah. say like, maybe we should break up like in a fight or something. Yeah. Say what you said. When you're like, when you go to that dramatic hyperbolic place of like, well, maybe you should be with someone who X, Y, and Z or whatever. I'm just like, all right, well, that, I, it just is, it's almost meaningless <laughs> It doesn't work on me. It doesn't work at all. It does not. The last thing it does is make me go like, no, wait, babe, hold on. No, don't. I don't want to be with XYZ. I want to be with you. Because I know neither. We're not leaving each other. There's no actual. It's like schmuck bait or something. Like we're not actually. The the stakes aren't the relationship when we're having an (laughs) argument. But you like to take it to that place. Right. But more historically than recently. This is mostly true of like early on. Yes. And you then said to me, so you said, that stuff is never going to work on me. It's never going to work on me. And then I said, I'll never stop trying. (laughs) never stop trying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think maybe eventually you will. You kind of have stopped a little bit. You know. Yeah. No, I've gotten so much. I mean, 10 years I've taken. There's had to be some growth, I'd hope. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, there's a lot. Yeah, but that just because it just doesn't ring true to me. It's like an empty threat. I'm like, that's amazing. Or, so, or like you're like, or like if you were like, um, then maybe I'll then maybe I'll leave instead of whatever. I'll be like, if you want to leave, then leave, uh, knowing that you're not going to leave because <laughs> you don't want to leave. Like it just doesn't. I'm secure, man. It's you really cool. You can't get me that way. It's fucking cool. Yeah, I don't I think guess. I've ever met it, a secure attached person until that's you. That's entirely possible. Like, I'm not even saying dated. I'm saying no, met. I, I know. <laughs> I know what you mean. Conversed with. Yeah, maybe. I, there must be some people. Yeah. So, okay, I'm going to read some and you tell me which attachment style you think it is. Okay. I feel comfortable depending on romantic partners. That feels like secure, probably. Yeah. yeah. My independence is more important to me than my relationships. I would guess that's avoidant. Fuck those assholes. No, they're fine. Oh, really? It's just a different type of person. Oh, my God. You're so nice. (laughs) I I prefer not. I just am trying not to turn off like a third of your listing audience (laughs) by calling them assholes. Um, I think about my relationships a lot. Anxious. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. me. Does that is that true to you? Every single thing that they say about anxious. Yeah, it's true to is, you. Isn't that interesting? It's always interesting when you take a quiz and you're like, This is me. Like it somehow is like scratching an itch or something. If there was ever in our world a moment where like mankind was walking through the forest and then like a light appeared and a, the Bible showed up and then the man read the bible and was like this is all about me where's this going that is how i feel about this book and learning about anxious i'm like this is i've been waiting for this my whole life well um, it explains everything it's almost to the point where i have no other facets of my personality other than being i think we could dig in on some (laughs) other stuff i think there'll be other books lip lip gloss um what what does that mean other things that I, uh, parts of my personality, oh, oh, oh. lip gloss is a oh. personality trait. When my partner is away, I'm afraid that he or she might become interested in someone else. That's got to be anxious. Yeah. Is that true? Uh, definitely in the beginning. Yeah. Like, 
so so severely it's like so again i just feel seen and i also feel learning about this like i'm not a mistake like you like to say i know you're so sensitive to that i don't ever feel like a mistake but i feel it may okay it makes me feel like i'm not this flawed crazy monster person there's so much there's like science behind this i have anxious attachment and that makes sense biologically because survival is dependent on like attaching to others and like being a part of a community Mm -hmm. so if someone like detaches from me that's really scary Mm -hmm. so it's not my fault well it's mommy and daddy's fault again Well, but you know (laughs) the question is like with a lot of these things it's it may not be your fault but is it your responsibility Oh. Yeah. Maybe maybe that'll be in chapter two. Uh, oh. Yeah. I don't know. Uh if someone no, these it's really these are obvious, but if someone I've been dating begins to act cold and distant, I'll probably be indifferent. I might even be relieved. Well that's avoidant. I mean That's weird. That is so scary to me. Oh, As an anxious an avoidant. We're not gonna be doing that. <laughs> what? As a secure, I guess I would say, <laughs> by the way, can I just, side note, as we like to yeah. say, can I point out that you put, the, that your phone is sitting on the run of his life, People vs. O.J. Simpson book. Okay. And I happen to know that on the cover of that book is like half-dried ketchup that you put your that you put your phone right in the middle of. Okay. <laughs> and I've been thinking about it the whole time that like when you lift your phone up there's going to be ketchup on the back or something or it's going to stick. You have that's I'm actually worried about you. Why? You've been thinking about that the whole time or Not you, the whole time, but as, Are you like, even when here you with me? Down, when you put it down on the book, part of me was like don't I mean, let's see if it It looks fine, Dave. Yeah, it actually does. But there is some ketchup there. Okay. Do you have like a really serious issue that you were thinking about that so much? Like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. That's all. Have you um, have you dated other attachment styles? Let's not. <laughs> you don't. You don't want to hear about that. Let's get into some segments if we can. Oh, you have segments. Have you ever listened to My Pleasure? I guess I did once or twice. I'm more of a Trash Tuesday guy. <laughs> Do you're a Trash Tuesday fan? It's your favorite show. I don't know if I'd say fan. I'm a Doughboys fan. I love Doughboys. Yeah, it was the best. So funny. Okay. So enjoyable to listen to. So on this show, we have a couple segments. Okay. One of I them heard. is the is anti sadness. Oh right. Okay. Great. Um, that's kind of our most famous segment here oh, wow that carried over from the previous iteration of this show esther club okay so and my anti-sadness this week is i am going to dive deep into my feelings and kind of like play therapist with myself if i have any like anxious thoughts or fears like i've noticed a technique that a therapist used on me that really helps is like if i say i'm afraid of something she'll be like and what if that does happen mm. and that really helps me really do you have an anti-sadness this week well i will say this i'm going home to see my family on friday and i'm so like 
it's almost like the opposite of future tripping. Like, I do think one of the huge values in having something on the camera, I mean, this is an obvious thing, but like just thinking about the fun that I'm going to have and like the warmth that it's going to bring me to go home and see my parents, my niece and nephew, my sister, but her family, my brother-in-law, all of that, like the things we're going to do, the food we're going to eat, like that. So like thinking anticipation mm. is like, a, it's like the opposite of worrying about something in the future. You know, I think it like, I do think it's a good rule of thumb to like always have something on your calendar to look forward to. That's because really Even if good. it's the smallest thing, because like, then you could just be like, okay, at least three weeks from Friday, I'm going to that concert. It's going to be awesome. Or like in February, we're going on this trip. Oh, it's going to be amazing. And you can like, not, not that it's like escape from the doldrums of your life, but like, I'm so glad I've, you know, like we've got that plan. It's going to be great. You're was- making me wonder if I literally have depression because <laughs> I wasn't my intention. Don't feel like I have much anticipation in life. And like, even when you say fun concert, I feel like I would still think about the negatives of that, which are like cold outside and like crowds. Yeah, that's not necessarily depression. No, that's just, I mean, we're taking a small trip in. I won't say when or where. Yeah. Aren't you excited about that? Doesn't that make you like, aren't, don't you get excited we about that? We can say we're going to Vegas. Yeah. And that is true. I am excited yeah, about that. Of okay. Course. You're right. That's a good one. I think that anticipation is something I should probably like revisit and re up on in my life because I don't think I do it that much. I'm more, I tend to focus more on like, Oh no, I'm I focus on the negative. Oh no, this is bad. This is a bad reveal. <laughs> I don't think that's true though. I don't know. Let's is what other segments you got? Crush. My crush this week is audiobooks. Oh, okay. Cuz I have resisted them for so long and it was like, no, I'm just going to read cuz I like I do like Sure. Holding the yes. book, uh, you know? it's very satisfying to hold a book. In your so hands. I'm, I'm, my crush though is like I've just given in, and I'm going to learn more and faster by listening to audiobooks. Well, you should get the, you should join the library here, and then join. I, you know, there's certain yeah, yeah, apps yeah. that allow you to listen to a certain number of audiobooks for free. I'm a Skokie Public Library card carrying member. Uh, then yeah, so, so download Libby or whatever it is. Hit for, that up. Have you? Do you, are you doing that? I did that in the pandemic. I could revisit that. Revisit. They the problem is though, like if they don't have the book you want, and then you like are listening to something that you didn't want. Sure, that's like what I always had a problem with. Okay, okay. My taste of the week this week it's actually a roundup of some favorite tastes we've mentioned recently that are still going really strong. I wanted to just report back to the people: apple with peanut butter, still mm. strong. Okay, tomatoes with olive oil, salt, and pepper. Still strong. And the last on the list for taste of the week is a finely, finely chopped salad. Like I want a huh. micro. Why is that? St- oh, almost oh, string oh. strings. <laughs> I want it like the thinness Why? of a hair strand. Oh, gross. Why? I just love it. It's so easy. You know what? I'm, I liked those cucumber salads we did when we, what do you do? You like peel the cucumber into long strands. Oh, those were good. That is fun. That was fun, yeah. We should do that again sometime. I'm down. Okay, that's a good taste of the week. Um, What does this say? Oh, my top five 
Oh, this is very. You're not I thought it was top five ish. It's top five ish. You're right. Yeah. My top five ish is types of social media content I love to see. This is. I yeah. That's a bummer. Well, that's fine. But I actually am extremely pro social media because I use it as a way to feel like I'm a part of a community. Okay. Even hey. though there's haters on there, I Respect. just choose not to. Okay. So okay, go ahead. What so these are, are some things I love to see in people's Instagram stories. Like I think these are, no, you know what it is? Things worth posting on your Instagram stories, in my opinion. Top five ish things worth posting on your Instagram stories. Coffee. <laughs> well, how about yeah, food. Okay. <laughs> Outfits. You can react. Your fit because people can't see the face you're making. Well, you know, okay. Nails. And then what media or like art or fun thing you're currently consuming? Yeah, those are the best. Art recommendations are good. Anything I missed that you would have liked? I mean, I always like seeing people with their families because you've so like you don't often get to like meet your friends' families. And it's always fascinating to see people with their families. God, that's such a good answer. Well, isn't it obvious? I don't know. Like, I, it's it's just kind of like heartwarming, and like you know that there's no sort of um, there's no FOMO on my side, and there's also no like bragging quality on the other side. You know what I mean? Like, it's just here's my fan. You know what I mean? Like, you can't. It's not like showing off in any way, unless you're like with your family on a yacht or something. That's why I think it's cool. Okay, I like that because I like the thought of getting like character development on your friends, but I... But you'd rather see outfits (laughs) and food. I mean, I love seeing food and coffee, sure. No, I think it's just like FOMO on social media is something that is not really a part of my world anymore. Okay, like must be nice no i'm just like that is almost like a belief system that i have i understand but i'm just saying like i don't like i'd rather see someone pictures of someone like hanging out with their whatever niece nieces than someone like on vacation in a like exotic locale you'll note i didn't put vacations on my list i did note that you did note that i'd rather see your coffee than your vacation yeah Little, is that stupid? <laughs> um, I mean, to each his own. I don't know. I don't think like people are going to hear this and go. I don't think you're going to be changing a lot of behaviors. <laughs> it's kind of like coffee, food, outfits. Okay, that's what people tend to post on there. You know, sure. That is true. How is this going? I think it's going great. We're really? actually just about done. We are. Yeah. Oh wow! How do you feel? Uh, good. I had fun, I think. Okay. Uh, yeah. You're, what's your exit interview? When I was on Last Comic Standing and I had a really bad ending, I remember they did an exit interview mm-hmm. and I was really mad and I was like, I'm not doing it. Really? <laughs> what is wrong with you? They were, Dave, we'll get into that another time. It, I, it was... I've only had one exit interview in my life. What was it for? It w- one official exit interview. It was when I was an intern at an advertising agency when I was in college. And it did not go well. 
And they were right. I mean, I didn't enjoy it at all. And they were like, basically, they were like, you seem to not really enjoy it here. And I was like, <laughs> mm-hmm, that's true. I think this place is like evil. I mean, I didn't say that to them, but I said it to the other interns. And they were like, um, there were a lot, they said, oh, but should I stop talking? Do no. we need to finish Keep up? going. They were like, there were a lot of times where you just kind of were like sitting and reading and you could have asked someone if there was something you could help them do. And, and I was like, <laughs> that's true. Yes. I preferred to read. It was, it was a poor match. I got put in the wrong department. That was part of it. Wait, yeah. I feel like I could say that too. You're, you're often just sitting and reading. Yeah, but it's not because I'm unhappy. It's because <laughs> I feel comfortable. One of my least favorite things to hear from a person is, it seems like you don't enjoy it here. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good... Well, they're usually right. I mean, <laughs> you, yeah. It's kind of the perfect line right before they're about to fire you. Yeah. Or, or, or like they're trying to get you to quit, basically. Wait, yeah. did I tell you about what, I, about what I said about how I told the other interns that advertising was evil? And they all were like, Will you, can you just stop talking? Have I told you about <laughs> no. this? No. So I was like... I was like, are you guys all comfortable working here? <laughs> like, so cause I kind of took the job cause it was like half creative, but also like I, it was just when I was starting to become sort of like a anti capitalist young asshole kind of thing, like an Adbusters reading guy. Yeah. And, um, they, they were like, what, what do you mean? And I was like, I don't know. Like the whole purpose of it, what I, you know, it's bad. It's like you're trying to convince people to buy things they don't need. And that's it. That's what advertising is. Yes. It's bad. And it's like, you know, and, um, it's the, not the system I would choose. It's the system that we're in. Right. Sure. <laughs> but even the system we're in, which is like capitalist is based on perfect information of the consumers and advertising disrupts that. And that's a, another that's like an additional problem but we still live with it but okay and i know that yeah go ahead no i was just gonna say i know that that i agree with that but also as i've brought up to you before you didn't get paid to write for parks and rec unless they played ads yeah that's true but there's like subscription models of tv that work now but would you that are ad free are you only committed to that no, I'm hypocritical about it. Okay. As long as we, uh, I, but I'm also pro, there, I'm pro hypocrite. When I worked for Parks and Rec, there were, you know, there weren't as many options to work for streaming services and stuff. I'm pro hypocrite. Yeah, I think everyone is hypocritical. Sure. And I think to, to like you, point also, the finger. I got to change the system from within. <laughs> you know, I mean, anyway, sorry to go back to, I'm a, I think a sophomore in college. Maybe I'm a junior. I can't remember. Or summer between sophomore and... I don't know. Wow. What a specific detail that like no one else would care about, but clearly you're obsessed with college. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, that more than anything makes me angry. (laughs) I'm just trying to remember detail. I know it doesn't matter. Anyway, the interns worked on a pro bono account for a company, for a charity, basically. So we were helping put together a creative account for right that yeah. like, you get it like yeah and they were so the interns when i said like is this really like a good thing that we're doing working for this company like just trying to get people to buy whatever dunkin donuts that was one of their big accounts they were like well okay but like you just gave dunkin donuts free advertising well it's not called dunkin donuts anymore it's just oh, called dunkin shit! Donuts. <laughs> 
this is back when they were just Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, or they were Dunkin' Donuts. Um, uh, I love Dunkin' also, as you know. Their coffee's amazing. Okay, listen. The but other you wouldn't inter- know about it if it wasn't for advertising. Sure, you would. It's word of mouth. I would tell people. I told my friends about it. Okay, it, it's right down the street. I would know about Duncan without advertising. Okay, Everybody okay. would. Okay. Anyway, the point is, other interns were like, "But Dave, like, we're just helping a charity. Isn't that like? How can you say that there's anything wrong with that?" Uh-huh. Like, and I was like, "Well." I don't know. I kind of feel like what people choose to do, what people, what money people choose to give to charity or what charities people choose, like one of the most sacred choices they can make. And like, who am I to say, who are we to say that this charity is more worthy of people's money than the American Cancer Foundation or, you know, or any other number of, of very worthy charities? And they, wow. which I think is a, not is like kind of a sophomoric argument, but whatever. And they were just sort of like, all right, well, I don't know. <laughs> then don't be here. Like, they were like, you, sir, you should go. Basically, but I couldn't, but they knew I couldn't because I was like, you know, I had a job. That was your, oh, an internship is a job? It was a paid internship, yeah. Oh, shit. I've never yeah. had one of those. It wasn't, I didn't get credit for it. It was just, uh, you know. I didn't get credit either. I was an intern unpaid, uncredited. For years. <laughs> what does that mean? You mean where? I interned at a news station oh, in college. Right. I interned at a dance studio for a summer. I, in fact, I paid for that internship. What? what does that <laughs> it mean? was a paid internship. I paid. What does that mean? Why, why were you paying them? I don't know. And to, like, thinking back on it, I, like, stuffed envelopes, too. Like, I did oh, real that stuff. That is real grunt work. That is, that That's was. tough. Well, you got it. You kind of Somebody's got to stuff though. the envelopes. Yeah, it's a good. You kind of need that. It's a good um, rite of passage. I don't regret that. I mean, a lot of people spend their lives doing work like that. And, you know. Yeah. yeah it's There's nothing wrong a, with it. a goddamn honest living. That's why podcasts are very important. And that's why what Ugh. we do. <laughs> that's why what right we now. do is so important. Are it's you trying to wrap this up? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um. Well, Dave, thank you so much for visiting. You don't have to say it like that. I'm always here. You know that. Like... <laughs> But, but yeah, you're welcome. It was fun, I think. And Donut is just getting ready to do Donut her night is watch. Activated. She's activated for the night. Um, Dave, yeah. I appreciate you. Esther. It's been really, it's been great. I really love chatting with you. As I tell you, I tell you that a lot. Are we cool? Are we? <laughs> is that a Marin reference? Yeah, basically, yeah. yeah. <gasps> What's your other Marin? Um, what did your old man do for bread? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard him say bread. Yeah, of course. Yeah. That's a, that's great. I, yeah. All right. Well, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate everyone who listens. As always, I like to remind people, I think if you listen, I, and Dave, I want to hear your reaction because I really believe this. I believe that people who listen to this show are smart, creative, and curious. Yeah. Curious is a good word. Yeah. And so I really appreciate them coming back every week and seeing what the hell we're going to do. And I hope you guys subscribe, share a screenshot, do the usual. We love you. We'll see you next week.